0: You know, at some point, just about everyone has experienced some form of back pain, but many of us just live with it. But what if there was a better way to live? I'm Deborah Howell, and today we'll find out more about pain management for back pain with an expert in the field. Dr. Ashraf Khan is an anesthesiologist and pain management specialist with McLaren Oakland. This is McLaren's In Good Health, the podcast from McLaren. Welcome, Dr. Khan. Thank you. Wonderful to have you today. Now, as a pain management specialist, is back pain the most common chronic pain complaint you see?
1: Yes, that is the most common pain problem that a pain practitioner sees, and I see that same thing in my practice. About 60% of the patients, they have low back pain. And as a matter of fact, every fourth person who comes to see their primary care physician They have low back pain. And the other 40% is consistent with head and neck pain, cancer pain, upper extremity, lower extremity pain, or even post-surgical pain. But yes, low back pain is the most common.
0: And what are some common causes of chronic back pain?
1: As far as back pain is concerned, common causes are muscular or ligamentum strain, sprain, strain type of situation. Then you have bulging discs. Discs, they act as a cushion between the bones and they can be affected. So, bulging discs is another cause. Herniated disc, like a ruptured disc. And again, the disc material is like a cushion or a jelly-like material, which is between the lumbar discs. And once that disc is ruptured, then you have enzymes that are released from the disc and they can irritate the nerve. Other common causes are degenerative disc disease disease. And facet joint dysfunction, these are like arthritic changes, like facet joint, sacroiliac joint dysfunction, and so arthritic changes are the other causes. Then you have lumbar spinal stenosis, lumbar spondylolisthesis, and osteoarthritis, and spinal deformities, whether they are congenital or whether they are acquired. So these are some of the main causes.
0: That's quite a large menu.
1: Yeah.
0: So people have often equated pain management with pain medication, but that isn't always the case, is it?
1: No, it's not always the case, but as far as patients are concerned, that's what they view that, you know what, I'm going to go to a pain physician and I'm going to get narcotics. Yes, narcotic is one of the modalities that we use, but there are other things that are first-line treatments for this problem. For example, if it is like a mild pain, We will give them anti-inflammatory medications, muscle relaxants, antidepressant medicines, anticonvulsant medications, and then physical therapy. So we try these modalities. And then on top of that, you know, me being a pain specialist, we do injection therapy for these patients. And if none of those things work or they are giving minimal relief, then injection therapy is also beneficial for them. It's not like one thing that's going to help these patients. It's multimodal treatment for them. That combination of these medication is what's going to help them the most, plus physical therapy, plus injection therapy.
0: Tell me a little bit about that injection therapy you've been referring to.
1: If you have a herniated disc or a bulging disc, for those medical problems, we do lumbar epidural steroid injections, lumbar transfrominal injections, and also a procedure called lysis of epidural adhesions. So we do these procedures for them. And if they have arthritic changes, for that we do lumbar medial branch block, followed by radiofrequency ablation.
0: I know everybody's different, but how effective can these treatments be in general?
1: With any medical problems, if these problems are caught in the very beginning, the results are good. If patients wait too long, then naturally results are not that great. But early on, by early on, I mean within first three months, if these treatments are instituted, they get very good relief. In some of these patients, especially with disc bulges, they may even get complete relief. As I mentioned, with this back pain or with any pain entity, there isn't one treatment that's going to do the trick. So when is it time to go see a doctor? As soon as they can. It's not like they have to wait. Some people may procrastinate and they may wait for some time, but it is better to see them within first three months. If it is not getting better, I would not postpone it beyond three months. Otherwise, the problem becomes chronic.
0: Sure, and we don't want that. What's the goal of treatment and what can a patient expect after treatments?
1: The goal of treatment is that these patients need to live with tolerable, livable pain. Small segment of patients, they are going to have good relief, perhaps complete relief, but the other segment of the patients that does not, they are going to have pain most probably the rest of their lives. And the goal is that tolerable, livable pain, that as long as they can be functional with their daily activities at home, with their household chores, functional at their work, that they're able to hold a job. That is perhaps the objective of these treatment modalities. Got it.
0: Is there anything else you'd like to add to our conversation
1: today? As far as treatments are concerned, it's more like a tailored treatment towards each patient. And if it needs to be bed rest, physical therapy, lumbar bracing, and chiropractor treatment, osteopathic manipulation treatment, along with medication and under medications, as I mentioned, you can have Tylenol, anti-inflammatory medications, muscle relaxants, antidepressants, anti-convulsant medications, and then oral steroids that can be given TENS unit, that is transcutaneous electrical nerve stimulation. You know, TENS unit, we employ that. So those are more or less some of the treatments. As far as the injection therapy is concerned, Just to be a little bit more comprehensive, I do, as an interventional pain physician, these patients can benefit from trigger point injections, transferominal injections, caudal steroid injections, lumbar medial branch, followed by radiofrequency ablation, sacroiliac joint injections, biofeedback, relaxation techniques, better mechanisms that they can cope with their pain. 50% of the pain patients, they have depression or anxiety. So I do send these patients to see psychologists, psychiatrists, and they would teach them like biofeedback, relaxation techniques, better mechanisms so they can cope with pain. And then some of the other modalities that I use are like spinal cord stimulator.
0: It sounds like patients have a lot of good options and it's Definitely, definitely suggested that the moment you feel something wrong with your back or your spine or your neck, go see your doctor, correct?
1: Yes, Debra. Yeah.
0: We've been speaking with Dr. Ashraf Khan, an anesthesiologist and pain management specialist with McLaren Oakland. Thank you so much for being with us today.
1: Thank you, Deborah.
0: And we want to thank you for checking out this episode of McLaren's In Good Health. To learn more about Dr. Khan, please visit mclaren.org slash And that's spelled K-H-A-N. If you found this podcast to be helpful, please share it on your social channels. And be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening and have yourself a terrific day.